Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 725. Two in mercenary reds and another in simple gray homespun. Each of them looked at my hair, though none of them stared. Instead of smiling and nodding as would have been sociable among barbarians, I kept my face blank, returned their small gestures of greeting, and avoided touching eyes. Somewhere past the third hour, the door opened, and Shaheen waved me inside. It was a well-lit room with walls of finished stone. It was the size of a large bedroom at an inn, but seemed even larger due to the lack of any significant furniture. There was a small iron stove radiating gentle heat near one wall, and four chairs facing each other in a rough circle. Tempe, Shaheen, and Carceret filled three of them. At a gesture from Shaheen, I took the fourth. How many have you killed? Shaheen asked. Her tone was different than before. Peremptory. It was the same tone Tempe used during our discussions of the Lathani. Many, I responded without any hesitation. I might be thick at times, but I know when I'm being tested. How many is many? Not a request for clarification. It was a new question. In killing men, one is many. She nodded slightly. Have you killed men outside of the Lathani? Perhaps. Why do you not say yes or no? Because the Lathani has not always been clear to me. And why is that? Because the Lathani is not always clear. What makes the Lathani clear? I hesitated, though I knew it wasn't the right thing to do. The words of a teacher. Can one teach the Lathani? I began to gesture uncertainty, then remembered hand talk wasn't appropriate. Perhaps, I said, I cannot. Tempe shifted slightly in his chair. This wasn't going well. For lack of any other ideas, I took a deep breath, relaxed, and tipped my mind gently into spinning leaf. Who knows the Lathani? Shaheen asked. The wind-blown leaf, I responded, though I cannot honestly say what I meant by it. Where does the Lathani come from? The same place is laughing. Shaheen hesitated slightly, then said, How do you follow the Lathani? That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Where does it say that hand talk is not appropriate? Uh, when Tempe and Kvothe are doing this exercise on the road, you were not here for those pages, but when they're doing it, Tempe's like, don't hand talk because hand talk comes from the from the head, not from the heart. Like you're not you're, oh, yes. you're thinking about it too I much. I remember. I suppose there's no um, there's no specific mentioned to Quoth that we're doing the same exercise as you do when you're discussing the Lathani, but I guess Quoth recognizes it. He obviously it. recognizes it, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. he says, he's he's dumb, but he's not that dumb. <laughs> I really like these conversations. I think they're really interesting. Yeah, well it's like a philosophical dialogue, right? I do love me some philosophy. In the and in the process of this question and answer, I think we're learning more about the nuances of the Lathani and what is right action. Well, I, I think that the answers Kvothe are supplying start off wrong. And when he falls into spinning leaf, he starts to give correct answers. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think, I think from Shaheen's questions it and answers and responses, I don't think that he's like giving bad answers until he hesitates right he starts out like answering like snap right away and his answers are fine and then 
when he hesitates and he starts to gesture, that's when he's lost the plot. And then he gets back Mm. into it. Uh, He gets even better at it when he falls into spinning leaf and he starts answering without even understanding why he's answering the way he's answering. Yeah. Which of course is the same as magic, the same as naming to me anyway. I think it's, I think it's supposed to be a pretty clear through line between that state and the naming state. Yes. And it is continually frustrating to me that Quoth does not pick up on that until perhaps much later. I definitely think the words of a teacher is a terrible answer. I think that that is like, the uh, Tempe putting his head in his hands and weeping moment where he's like, that's a terrible <laughs> answer. Come on, my dude. Yeah, that t- Tempe shifting slightly in his chair is the equivalent of him going face palm. But yeah, it's like the, the dog going and covering its snout. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think that the correct answer here would be to say, I don't know. Yeah, or like maybe not. Yeah, I don't know is probably the correct answer. I also feel like the while the fact that the Lothani is not always clear is perhaps true, it is perhaps more accurate to say I didn't know about the Lothani before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like I I feel like that would have been a correct response. Like I was an ignorant barbarian and still am to some yeah. degree. Maybe you don't want to admit that. Does Kvoth have confirmed kills before the the bandits? Yeah, he he sets that guy on fire in an alleyway. <laughs> but I don't think there's a confirmed kill there. I think it's just a... I mean, that unless that guy kill. shows up in Act 3 like a horribly burned Doctor Doom figure, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> I think that's extremely likely, Jeremy. I think Quoth will be pre- presented with the consequences of his uh, of his actions. Mm. Well, then I he hope he says over. what Samuel L. Jackson says to that guy in that movie. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> that's the one! <laughs> Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Sure. I also, I think that Rothfuss is continuing his connection of the, of the uh, Adem with other kind of famously ascetic martial cultures by having the interior furnishings of this like Adem courtroom, basically just be like an empty room with some, with like a stove and some chairs. Mm-hmm. Their decor is yeah. very Spartan, and I think that's no accident. Certainly. And I can't remember uh, how the dwellings are decorated. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. But I don't think they are all so Spartan throughout their lives. I think this is just like a very serious room. They also might have set it up. They might have like pulled all the decorations away because this is an extremely serious mm-hmm. matter that they're serious discussing. Serious time. No, f- no fun decorations. I, exactly. I meant to bring this up on the previous page, but it's very like it's very funny to me that Kvothe thinks he can eavesdrop on a conversation between people who stand very close and talk mostly with their hands. Like, come on, my guy. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> he's just getting bored, I guess. He's waiting two hours. You know, he's just standing there. Mm. He's got to get some information. Yeah, yeah. What do you think they're talking about for the two hours? Uh, well, I think they spend an hour and a half pulling down all the decorations. And then I think it's... Right. And then... <laughs> but no, I think what they were talking about is Carceret is giving her impression of events and Tempe is giving his impression of events. And now... Right. Tempe is defending his public masturbation. Yeah, and now that Shaheen has the whole story, she wants to, like, get Quoth in the room and, like, let him be part of the conversation, too. Let him, like, you know, have a chance to defend himself or explain himself. Yeah, right. That sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. I buy it. We have another letter today. It's a short one from Haiku, who writes on Hannibal Lecter and Starling. 
page 678 and a little beyond. Quid pro quo, one thing for another thing. <laughs> Quid pro quo, one thing for another thing. One does not find the Cathay unless one possesses curiosity. To verbalize a question is to ground oneself into the pursuit of a goal. But the Cathay doesn't give you the answer you want. It gives you the answer it wants. It teases, it flirts, and wants to stir up your curiosities. It wants to rollick in your ignorance. It wants to prolong the pursuit of your goal. It wants to complicate all life. It wants to draw out as many threads of all life, not just Quoth's life, of the material plane and the Feyan realm. Cathay play tack? To express beauty with whom? Creation or life? Signed, Hike U. I mean, I think if the Cathay plays tack, it plays it with itself. I think we know it has an aesthetic sense. I think the Cathay is playing tack with the universe, right? Yeah. Well, and that begs the question, who is its opponent? Well, no one. I think it's like playing, you know, the way you can like play a chess game with yourself by taking both sides. Well, you know, we can pick at this a little bit. Um, certainly there's this idea, there's this theory that the Cathay and Selatos have some similarities because they're both seers. And Selatos is pitched as the opposite of, of Haliax in in that story. And then we know that Cinder and his ilk did the Cathay a bad turn once. It's possible that oh my the Chandrian God. are pitched against the Cathay and maybe the Chandrian aren't as bad as we think. Has anyone ever put forward the idea that the Cathay is Selatos bound into the tree, having dr- been driven mad by the events of the betrayal of Lanra uh, and now turning its sights to evil? I mean, it's not impossible. Now, Jeremy, I know you're excited to have come to this, but this is a theory that has been long discussed on Reddit. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm sure it has. I don't pay attention to the other fan theories. So I came to it on my own and it doesn't surprise me that other people have also come to it. But yes, that is one of the theories of the origin of the Cathay, that it is Selatos bound to the tree, and that is the metaphor of the uh, of the gouging of the eye, or something mm. like that. That, like, the wound that he has dealt in the story has to do with the binding to the tree. Mm. And there's other theories that, like, the the box, the lackless box, contains the the thing that binds the Cathay to the tree, and that in in opening the box, he will unbind the Cathay from the tree. Um, and that, that the rock is in the, the other theory is that the rock in the box is the rock that Selatos used to gouge out his own eye. There's a lot of theories floating around about the Selatos and the Cathay and the box. Uh, as as um, I refer you to the meme that I posted on Twitter and then recently on Discord, uh, it's all the same story, always has been. Yeah, I mean, and if Selatos is, puts out his eye, but that's somehow grants him even more sight, but he's bound to the tree that does kind of in a vague way, position him as like an Odin figure, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what does having more sight, the most sight perhaps look like mm. might be seeing able to see all futures. Yeah, that's right. Most sight, most spite, baby. Heck yeah. That's what they say. That's the common saying. Yeah, they're saying it all the time. They're saying it more and more. Yeah, there's the hip-hop artist who wrote that famous song, Mo Sight, Mo Problems. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if you're referencing something specific or if we should just move on. When have I ever referenced something specific? Whatever. Gonna... Sometimes you're just weird. <laughs> you know what? She's <laughs> not wrong about that. No, you're not wrong. 
Do you have anything else to say about this page, Jordana? Or this letter? I am complete. Disgusting. I am complete. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and listeners, you'll be shit out of luck on tomorrow's page. That's going to be a very unpleasant tone when we bleep um. it. <laughs> The wind. The wind.